Keeping it real with Phil Gordon. Welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Charles Kirkman Jr. And again, this is my favorite time of the month where I get to talk to someone who's doing tremendous work right here in our own community. Today, I have with me a district-based filmmaker who's currently the creative director of Holiday Graves Media, a production company that he founded in 2019 that specializes in short-form, docu-style, issue-based video production for educators, government entities, nonprofits, social justice organizations. He's had a career. He's done since the age of 13. He's been always been behind a camera making videos. And I'm going to let you tell, let him tell you about all the work that he does and how important it is. So today I'm happy to have with me Dylan Graves, Barbada Comstock. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Good morning, Charles. I'm grateful. Thank you for having me here. You know, I had a little bit of trouble introducing you because you have done so much in the in the realm of film. Can you describe exactly what you do and and why you do it? Okay, well, it's, it's quite a task, and thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, I mean, in a very basic sense, I use video to make sense of the world. Uh, but I think that's a pretty common statement for a lot of filmmakers. I specialize in short form issue based video. Uh, for educators, as you were saying, activists, artists, uh, social justice organizations, and basically using video as a form of achieving a mission. And so with that, uh, I specialize in trauma-informed media specifically. I am a survivor-turned-video uh, advocate, if you will, and I leverage that combination of wisdom and service of elevating others' voices effectively through video. And so uh, it's been a lifelong passion. I've been making films since I was 13, and it's always been the way it makes the most sense for me to make sense of the world and share my perspective. Well, uh, I've I kind of got things out of order because usually when I introduce someone, I congratulate them on being the filmmaker of the month for the month. And congratulations to you for being the filmmaker of the month for the month of December. Tell us what it means to you to be to be named the filmmaker of the month. I'm grateful. I'm thankful for the opportunity to uh, receive recognition for my work. When I was thinking about how to respond to this question originally, um, my mind really went to the work that I do, and it's often using my experience and service of elevating others' voices whose may not have been heard uh, before or as frequently. And so, oftentimes, that's with crime survivors. But really, you have to recognize it's a true honor and privilege to be able to, to work with someone's story, their truth, and, and use your experience to uplift theirs. So uh, I, I think I'm more grateful for the fact that doing this work is something that others are willing to recognize as valuable. Okay, great. You've, uh, you've had experience working in different areas. I mean, you've worked in Los Angeles. You worked with uh, MTV Films and at Paramount. You've done a lot of things. What is it about the D.C. area that makes you want to be here making films versus all any other place that you could have gone? D.C. is a highly, a rapidly evolving challenge, I feel, in terms of being a filmmaker, keeping up with the needs of the community, both as a cultural center in terms of the diversity of individuals you find and coming together to share space and what that can give birth to in terms of filmmaking opportunities. Um, some really passionate, creative individuals coming from all around the world in the same space, I think, is an awesome opportunity to collaborate 
But I also think that there's a lot of good work that's being done through the District of Columbia, both on a local level and also on a national level and an international level. And so there's such a great opportunity for someone such as myself, who is really purpose built video, you know, solving the mission on a mission with video. And so doing that kind of work and, and having an opportunity to do elegant, short form documentary pieces for organizations doing important work is really the quintessence of what I want to be doing as a filmmaker. You, you've used those terms, elegant, short form, information. say it again, elegant, short form. Issue. I, I'm not going to go and call my, my, my own work elegant, but I just want to say that the opportunity to do something elegant in a short form documentary manner, which helps an organization is, is great. And, and something that doesn't have to necessarily be gratuitous or exploitative, having the chance to work with people who are really trying to do important work is part of why I like working in the D.C. area and in D.C. I was going to say there's a lot of opportunities for documentary tales to be told here here in the city because we have we're such a political town uh, and so so much governmental issues happen in this in this area. I'm sure there's a wealth of resources that you can find to do a movie about what what areas do you find most rewarding in uh, making your your movies? Okay, so uh, I'm in 2017, I became a nationally provincial victim advocate through the National Organization for Victim Assistance. This was largely in response to the desire to turn my own experience with tragedy and experiences with crime into advocacy for others in an ethical manner while behind the camera. And so I really have benefited from working with the Office for Victims of Crime through the Department of Justice, something I think is also a gift of being in the DC area. And having the chance to leverage my experience, turn it into something that's a form of advocacy, and then being able to share that outward is probably the thing that makes me happiest about creating video. And actually seeing change occur as a result, not just in the hearts and minds of those who are watching, but in terms of actual uh, administrative or practical responses. One of my favorite clients that I worked with was the Penn State Sexual Assault Forensic Examination Telehealth Center that's doing really important work to see how telehealth can be used as a modality to serve the underserved and under-resourced communities. And then trying to really understand what the barriers to acceptance are for this method of help and then working with the team of individuals to overcome those challenges was extremely gratifying. Hmm. You, you've... Uh... You've all, you're also a member of the Women in Film and Video here in DC. <laughs> yes, how, yes. How have how has that experience assisted you in doing what you're doing, or have you found like minds in in that organization? How, tell us how important that organization is to you. Uh, with has been a wonderful, wonderful part of my life and an asset, and really where I find a lot of community, which is nice. And so. Grateful for it in a number of ways. I've been with with since 2017. I've been on the board of directors since 2018, having served as the secretary and the treasurer. And then I reestablished the mentorship program for which I wrote a 12-month curriculum to assist in people's participation. So I've really enjoyed the opportunity to contribute back into a community that has given so much to me. It's been a form of mutual support that has been very, very rewarding. I hear that a lot with the with people who work in with that rewarding camaraderie, all those words of of inclusion and support that is so necessary in this uh, in this occupation. Tell me, how do you feel that you provide assistance or camaraderie to 
others who may want to be involved in this area? Um, I think the thing that I find perhaps, and this is not necessarily DC specific, but I've certainly found it in DC. Um, for me, again, coming back to my roots is taking people through the journey of how to tell their story through video in a manner that is restorative and in a manner that is not exploitative or even gratuitous and, and, and finding ways to help organizations do the same. Uh, there's a great need for that. And it's, it, 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 is, it is overdue in a lot of ways. And so I found that in being able to work with both women in film and video and in the community working with organizations such as Network for Victim Recovery of DC, I, I find that it's very rewarding to be able to do that. And again, speak from experience. I've, I'm looking at the experience that you've had and the, uh, the number of films that you've created and, and, you've, and the number of awards that you've won. You've done quite well in, in the last few years in not just uh, producing things, but being recognized for them. So what has been your greatest uh, reward, you would, I would say, or your greatest treasured moment in the last, I'd say, four or five years since, we, you know, this COVID has hit and now that it's, you know, lifting or whatever, there, there's got to been some successes that you treasure. Is there anything in there that stands out among them, them all? I mean, other than marrying my husband, I would say the opportunity to complete projects under great duress, but we're still needed despite the circumstances. And so that's finding clever ways to remotely produce a video for uh, a conference that I feel is very important or an event that I feel is very important, for example, National Crime Victim Rights Week and finding ways to still create compelling documentary portraiture of an individual and do so seamlessly, I find has been a nice way to have actually made me a better filmmaker uh, in that process. But I also really appreciate the opportunity to be back in production with people and it not be so scary. So I would say that's been a, it's been a gift on the other side of this. But as, as far as anything in the last four years, I think it's a little past four years, but the, the, the project I did with the NEA and AFT profiling the school to prison pipeline was something that I was really proud to have been able to produce within DC. Um, it was a, a nine video series with seven different stakeholder perspectives incorporated to help fill in the blind spots, but better understand the school to prison pipeline. And so thereby profiling these individuals, we we're able to then help people understand how to dismantle the school to prison pipeline. Uh, that's a great, I, I'm glad you picked that one. That's a great uh, series that you did and um, very important, very relevant. And uh, I hope a lot of people get an opportunity to see that one. It, it, as we speak about that, how can people get the opportunity to see some of the work that you've done? Where would they go if they wanted to look at it? Honestly, I've in the last, since 2015, I produced over 50 videos with the Department of Justice's Office for Victims of Crime. And so honestly, if you go to their YouTube page and it's kind of like spend the mouse, press click, you might land on one. But I don't want to take credit that much, I should say. There are a lot of really great directors and producers working with them to produce meaningful work, not just me. What I would say is if you really want to see my work, I would go to holidaygraves.com and go to the productions page. It's 
a little slow loading, so I'll just say bear with. But um, the work you'll see from mine is going to be on pages of nonprofits and organizations. Yeah, I just finished a piece with the Sixth and I Synagogue, which was an awesome, awesome opportunity to get to know their history and presence within DC and what an important cultural center they are. So um, I head over to their website in the next few days. Hopefully that'll be up. <laughs> um, but yeah. None of the stuff I do generally shows up on a television television. So I wouldn't say go to your TV for this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to find so, some kind of docudramas and uh, documentary short films on your regular television, especially when you're producing for who you do. Last, last couple of questions. If anyone had an idea or a, a, a thought of how a story that they wanted to have addressed in a film, is there a way that they could get in contact with you to say, hey, can you help me make a film? Absolutely. I like to function as a support to others and their mission to take their vision and re realize it into video. So I work as a producer, writer, director, creative director, but I'm also a consultant. And so that means working with organizations to understand best practices when going about creating a media campaign. So this isn't necessarily just about the tactical, but also about the strategic. So how can we use a trauma-informed approach to the strategic mission, not just the immediate tactical? And so I would say you can reach out to me through LinkedIn. You can reach out to me via my website, again, holidaygraves.com, and you can contact me that way. And I don't know if my contact information will be provided with this podcast upload in any form, but I'm all ears. I love to I love to work with folks to solve complicated problems through video. It's a wonderful way to do a uniform paradigm shift through video because the scale and distribution opportunities are more effective than if we're going on a location by location basis. Right. Right. Okay. And last but not least, uh, again, I congratulate you for being the filmmaker of the month for December. Are there any shout outs or compliments or anything that you want to give to anyone out there right now as we're getting ready to close? Well, I definitely want to give a shout out to Robin Smith of Video Action. I have deep gratitude for her, her vision, and what she did to turn me into the filmmaker I am. I also want to thank uh, Melissa at Women in Film and Video and all my colleagues at Women in Film and Video. Uh, and of course, I want to thank my lovely, supportive husband, who has been a terrific partner creatively and in life, for which I'm deeply grateful. He gives me the strength to do the work I do. So I owe him a lot of gratitude. And I want to thank you for this opportunity. And I want to thank DC. All right. Again, I say congratulations. Keep doing the work that you're doing. I think it's a very important and powerful. And I look forward to seeing you, more of you. Awesome. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day. All right. God bless. Oh,